something orange and smoky. It takes him a moment to decide, brush fire or simply dawn in Los Angeles. Yesterday seems realer than real, a dream, an accident, like some sort of seizure or suspension. Did something happen? There is a depression in the earth, a large, soft, circular indentation that he doesn't remember from the day before, approximately eight feet in diameter, about fifty feet from the house. Where did it come from? How long has it been there? Do things like that happen overnight? On the floor of the living room, near the sofa, in the otherwise ordered world, there is debris, little bits of things, plastic nubbins, a piece of tubing, ripped paper, a single piece of bloody gauze proof. He is thinking about the pain. It started as a naughty cramp in his back, a strange tightening from his gut up into his chest. The lentil soup he had for lunch? He took an antacid. It got worse, spreading, searing knife-like down the leg, pressing up into his jaw, a rock-hard ache, a long, sharp knitting needle poking into his arm, pain trickling into his fingers. Were they numb? his whole body splitting like an axe cutting through fresh wood. He didn't think to call anyone, didn't know who to call, what to say, exactly where was the pain. It was everywhere, staggering, sweaty, dizzy-making. He lay on the sofa, something he'd never done before. It was against the rules, the private, personal rules we all have for ourselves. No lying down except in bed, and never during the day. He got up, took some ibuprofen, and stood at the glass, looking out over the city, at cars on the boulevard below making the turn, climbing into the hills. The sky was starting to fade. Headlights were on. Houses were glowing with life. The coyotes howled. The city in the distance was both so large and small. He was standing at the glass, overcome by pain, collapsing, Every blood vessel, every nerve, every fiber in his body folded in on itself, as though starved, parched. He was standing at the glass in pain, and the strangest thing was he didn't know where it hurt. He couldn't feel anything. He began to cry. He cried without making a sound. And when he realized he was crying, the very fact of crying, or the fear of it, told him that something was very wrong, and he cried harder. He dialed 911. Police, fire, ambulance. Doctor, he said. Police, fire, ambulance. Rescue, he said. Police, fire, ambulance. It was a recording. Ambulance, he said. One moment, please. He waited to be connected. And in the moment of silence, the pain left, and he began to think it was all a nightmare, a daydream, a lousy lunch gone down wrong. Just as he was going to hang up, a woman came on the line. What is the emergency? she asked, and the pain returned, reminding him. Pain, he said. Incredible pain. Where is the pain? I think this is it, he said. Sir? Where are you feeling the pain? Everywhere. Have you sustained an injury? A gunshot wound? Fall? Snake bite? Bow and arrow? No, 
he said. No, I'm home. It's seeping through me. It's like I'm soaking in pain. How long have you been in pain? I don't know. Minutes? Hours? Days? Hours, at least. But it could be days or years. He had no idea. On a scale of one to ten, how much pain are you in? Ten. How would you describe the pain? Sharp? Throbbing? Stabbing? Dull? Yes. Which of those best describes how you're feeling right now? All of them. Do you have a history of heart attack, stroke, or seizure? No. How old are you? Fifty-five. Are you home alone? Inexplicably, this question terrified him. I'm divorced. Can you confirm your name for me and your address? You can call me Rick, he said. Is that your real name? What are you getting at? Do you own your home? Yes.